Hi, welcome to the Lawyerish Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by John and Gwen. We're both law students in Hong Kong, and this podcast is for anyone who's interested in studying law or for anyone who just wants to know what it's like being a law student. In our show, we'll invite real lawyers working at international firms and law professors to give you a sense of a potential career path in law. If you like our content, please like and subscribe for more weekly podcasts. Hi, welcome to our third episode. I just want to start this episode off by saying a big happy birthday to my co-host, Tony Six. Never looked better on you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Wow, it's, it's so strange that... Wow, it's strange that I'm turning 26. Doesn't even feel like it. And now we have a four-year age difference between us as opposed to three. I appreciate that reminder. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Always here to humble you. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know, but like, I don't really feel like being 26. Yeah, I feel like after graduating college, life has been fast-forwarding a lot. And um, yeah, sometimes you just kind of stop staying in touch with you know, how fast time flies by. And all of a sudden, you know, you just graduated college at 22 years old and all of a sudden, you shit, like you're 26. So yeah, this is definitely a reality check for myself. But, but yeah, being 26 feels actually not, doesn't feel that bad at all. Never even really envisioned myself being 26, but here I am. I'm happy for you. And I'm pretty sure, I think it's nice that your birthday is so close to the New Year's because, I mean, you spent New Year's sort of like making resolutions for yourself and repositioning yourself for the new years and trying to be better for 2023, right? So I think having your birthday so close to actual new years is nice because, you know, it's kind of like new year. It's really like new year, new me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. This definitely feels like a reset every, every time I um, have my birthday because, you know... Um, it, first off it's not that far from new year's second of all like it's normally around winter breaks so there's definitely ample time to make adjustments but yeah just, i'm just saying like yeah early birthdays is pretty nice in a way i would agree so in terms of so like bouncing off the whole new year new me and getting our grades out and everything what would just curious, right? Like, are you repositioning yourself when you're, you know, thinking about jobs? Because I think in line with that, you know, are you making any changes to your approach to law school and job hunting? Well, I think to a degree that, you know, uh, getting one year older kind of humbles me a little bit, you know, just like the, it's a good reminder that, you know, take, just be patient with yourself. And like, um, you're really just not competing with anybody else but yourself. So in that sense, yes, I think it's a good reminder that for myself to to stay grounded, don't get ahead of myself, and yeah, and in that sense, I think it's a like it's a good transition for me. I like that thought process. You know, stay humble, stay grounded, and everything. I honestly think that 
Mm, prior to the New Year's, we were also applying to a lot of firms, right? And I felt as though, I mean, I kind of just got really swept up in it, you know? I didn't really take the time to take a step back and reassess what I was doing. You know, it was, it was sort of like a, a big mess to push hard for good grades, but also push hard at the same time to apply to all these big firms. I kind of just got swept up sort of on autopilot, you know, trying to do, juggle all these things at the same time and achieve and try my best to achieve highly in all of these different aspects. I think I definitely, so especially after the grades came out, like you said last week, it was sort of a reality check, right? I think now I'm approaching the whole job hunt specifically, but also just uh, my whole approach to law school. I'm trying to be a more present person and trying to make choices that I think would, I guess, allow me to make more informed choices, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with what you just said. Because, um, you know, as like we move along the uh, law school experience, I feel like stay present is the huge part. Uh, just to stay sane, right? And and not to be um, thrown off by, you know, like all kinds of events, like, you know, rejections or bad grades. You know, because these things happen, right? It, these are the things that are just completely out, out of your control. Um, and uh, I understand, like, there's a certain degree of a competition that goes into acquiring a law degree here. But at the same time, you know, like, I feel like if you focus too much on other people and or on like the future prospects it's really easy to get lost and just like you know lost touch with like where you are at the present and yeah again i mean sometimes you just need some reminders that you know this is this is not like you're not doing this for somebody else. Like this is not just a competition, but this is something that you put yourself through to become better as an individual. And I think doing the entire job hunting experience, it's like, um, it's like you know you're trying to, you're like it's like an actor going through auditions, right? You're just like trying to present the best your best self like and trying to sell yourself and trying to persuade the other party that you know you are the right fit for the role right and sometimes you just have to put on a face right and what what comes with it is like a lot of rejections you know and sometimes you know that just that amount of rejections can really rattle with your uh self-awareness about your own identity right because and and I think I went through, actually, I think I, f- I went through several episodes of those kind of like feelings about like not really knowing who I am anymore. Um, and like started having uh, kind of a notions that, oh, like, do I need to actually change my identity and transform myself to uh, some like entirely different person? And, you know, like, but I don't think that's really sustainable or even healthy in a way. Because we are all different as individuals. And, you know, like, even though we do have to impress people to, like, you know, to um, achieve our goals at, at the current stage, but still, like, you know, I think this all still goes both ways, right? You still have to love the job, like, love the, the firm. And that's really also very important because, you know, 
maybe you can survive acting like some other person for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes during the interview. But imagine being that person for 10 years. Can you do that? I think that's the question we all should ask ourselves, right? Like, no matter, regardless of the outcome, right? It's like, is this the place do you want to end up being for the next decade? And is this the identity or is this the person that you are presenting, the person you want to stick with for the next decade? And, you know, I think um, the answer to that question can really, really, at least for me personally, really, really alleviate a lot of my anxiety and just, you know, help me to really stay sane like, and just stay aware like what's actually going on right now. Yeah, I totally really agree with that because I think during the whole like application process prior to finals. So I would say you and I had a pretty early head start. I mean, in terms of applying, because I guess I wanted to sort of get ahead of the game in a way. So although I received a lot of like good feedback and like advancements in the application process, nothing really came of fruition from them. Or at least that's what I thought in the beginning, because, you know, we're so focused on the end result that we just get caught up in, do we have it or do we not have it, right? It's very black and white, at least for me in the beginning. But I come to realize that the whole process is definitely such an enriching experience, especially when it comes to, so now we're doing interviews, right? And I see that it's really important because we already have some experience, a little bit of, I guess, taste into what the experience and what the process is really like, you know, because I remember when we first did our interviews, we were so nervous, you know, I would like go to you and ask for all your help, you know, and then likewise with you too, even though maybe it's less intense for you, you know. And so I think although I'm still get really excited for every opportunity, I think now it's definitely a much more calmer approach, you know, a less anxious approach to the interviews, I would say. It took me a while to come to this conclusion, but I'm happy that I came to it because it definitely takes me out of my head a little bit when it comes to the anxiety of applying to firms. I start to think that, you know, if a firm doesn't choose you, it doesn't mean that there's something fundamentally wrong with you as a person, or it certainly doesn't mean that you'd be a bad lawyer in a way. Because I felt like, you know, after receiving a few rejections, I felt like I was sort of going through a little bit of a, I wouldn't say existential crisis, but definitely a crisis moment where I second-guessed myself if I would really be a good fit for this profession. And I definitely second-guessed myself on whether or not I was sort of doing the interviews wrong, or maybe there was something wrong with my personality that just wasn't clicking with the firms, you know? And I come to realize that if a firm really connects with you and you connect with the firm, it'll happen. You know, what is meant for you will come for you and vice versa, you know? And it's still a learning process. I definitely still get in my head about the firm rejections and every rejection is still a little disappointing and a little bit of a blow, of course. And that's what like rejection does to you. And it's only normal that you feel that way. But on the whole, I definitely try to remind myself that you know, what is yours will come for you. It's just a matter of time and patience. And, you know, I just remember the video that you sent me about how success comes to those who wait and those who have patience. 
and have the work ethic to go for what they want. And that sort of keeps me grounded a little bit and sort of calms me down, especially when nothing in this sort of industry that we're in and nothing in the curriculum that we're in is guaranteed. That definitely, you know, lets me sleep at night. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, this is, this doesn't feel like a failure to me at this point. It's just more like a learning experience, right? Because although we covered a, a whole bunch of cases during our semester, but we never really got a chance to learn the landscape of the legal market here. So I think this by just applying to different firms and like choosing firms I actually would, I think, I believe I would enjoy working at really give me more opportunities to gain insights to like what it's really like working as a commercial lawyer or like arbitration lawyer or like uh, just a corporate lawyer in general. So I think this kind of opportunity really doesn't come from class. You have to really go out there to, you know, let yourself to fully um, go through this whole process to actually be able to discern the differences between different um, career tracks. Yeah, no, I totally see where you're coming from. And something that I would like to add is that you know, given that grades have just come out and we're sort of reeling from that and um, seeing where we can move forward from that, I definitely think that, you know, although my grades aren't stellar and we touched on this in our previous episode, I definitely am trying to see what else I can contribute or just sort of evaluate myself to see you know, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, you know, because I think when you have a part of yourself that is, I guess, quote unquote, lacking on paper, I sort of had to take the time to not only evaluate my hard skills to see where I stand, like, you know, in terms of like, oh, what experiences do I have? You know, how does that play into uh, me being a potential lawyer in the future, you know, do I have any commercial experience, which, you know, I do have a little bit of, but also like see what else I can contribute as a person, you know, what are my soft skills that I can bring to the table, you know, my communication skills, that's from like my working experience or like my negotiation skills, um, my adaptability skills, stuff like that, you know, it definitely gives me the opportunity to um, reassess you know, what qualities I have and what qualities I really want to work on and what I can bring to the table that I already have, you know? So that's really important to me. Obviously, that doesn't mean that I'm being complacent in terms of grades and I still want to work even harder to achieve better grades because this is not something that I'm used to getting. But definitely having this time for myself just to assess, you know, what other things contribute to making me into this person that I am today is really helpful in my opinion. Yeah. And also I feel like by sometimes, you know, uh, going into the semester, we were just consumed by the stress from just schoolworks. And sometimes we're, it's hard to be reminded that, you know, why do you decide to do this in the first place? Um, and a lot of like law firm applications for those who don't know, actually, requires you to write a whole bunch of essays 
and answering a lot of like questions on why you decided to be a lawyer. Why do you think uh, you deserve this spot more than anyone else? And also some like behavioral questions. And you know, I feel like at the beginning they do feel like a hassle, right? To to do, but as you write more and more of these kind of essays, it's really, at least for me personally, really helped me to like realize, you know, and revisited my initial um, logic of starting a career in law, and especially, it just gave me this venue to. Kind of like really um, understand myself, to know myself, right, and know my real strength, and know like where I'm probably still lacking. And I don't think you know these are the kind of exercises you were normally gonna get anywhere else. And now instead of like you know hating to do these essays, I'm actually kind of curious about like what what's the next firm is going to ask. Right, because like it's like it's almost like addiction now. Because you feel like oh, like these are the because once you are in those like thought process, you just realize something that you've never noticed about yourself, and that's just something very refreshing to me. Yeah, I I see that as well. Because you know we always talk about you know critical thinking. You know how would we assess a situation that's you know presented to us, and how we would react in a given situation. But also, I feel like an important part of critical thinking is, you know, to critically evaluate ourselves, you know, and I felt like I, well, I felt as though I was totally in the moment when it came to, you know, experiencing those things and like, you know, how did I solve that dispute like two years ago, you know, or how did I approach the situation with my employer last year, you know, I felt like I was in the moment then and there, but Having to write those essays really gives me the opportunity to go back and critically evaluate how I step by step took action in those situations and really sort of pinpoint where I grew, what I learned, what I took away from that situation, and you know how I can bring the situation from my past into present you know, tasks at hand, but also future problems, you know, that step-by-step breakdown that those essays sort of make me go through is a tool in itself that I'm using to not only, you know, sell myself in a way and like show firms where I'm coming from, but also just take the time to understand me and what I went through during that time period, you know? Yeah, and also... Although these questions are rather short and straightforward, they do kind of help me to backtrack a little and remember a lot of my um, a lot of the details in my past work experiences, and you know, in a way, sort of help me to check on myself, like where I am right now and how am I progressing in this career track. Yeah, no, I definitely took a lot out of my. Um, commercial experience, even more than I, you know, at first thought I did, you know, I actually gained a lot more, not only in terms of like commercial knowledge, but also just skills that I, you know, never would have developed had I not worked in that position for almost a year. And, you know, after realizing that and sort of 
opening my eyes to how I grew from that position, I definitely think that, you know, the legal sector isn't as narrow as we once thought it was. You know, it definitely makes me, again, like critically think, you know, where else I could sort of pull from and where I could take this law degree to. Because I definitely think that, like you said, we should be learning from every step of this curriculum, you know, not only in terms of the hard legal skills that we're going to develop, but also just law school enhances, you know, the way that you think about certain situations or the way that you approach certain things, you know. And those skills, I mean, for the most part, seem pretty transferable, you know. So, you know, it's making me think where I can take my law degree to, you know, how can I broaden my own horizons in a way that makes me feel fulfilled, you know? And the more I think about it, the more I am open to considering, you know, opportunities in the commercial sector, you know, in in the finance sector even, you know, this law degree is definitely going to enrich me not only as a legal professional, but also just as an individual that can bring this wealth of knowledge into other sectors you know the world is so interconnected nowadays that i don't think the knowledge you learn in one sector is limited to only that sector i think that knowledge can be used in manipulated in different ways to enrich other sectors as well you know and Nowadays, the finance sector and the commercial sector is so tightly intertwined with the legal sector in itself, even without me saying this. And so, you know, I definitely don't want to be the person restricting myself. You know, that's the last thing I would want is to stunt my own growth. And, you know, this sort of helps me or reminds me that there's more to this degree than just being a lawyer. And there's more to this degree than just, you know, doing everything by the books, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with what you just said. And by researching a lot of law firms, you know, it just gives me new perspectives to see, you know, what the lawyers here are actually doing on a daily basis. And to see, like, oh, what are the deals and who are the clients they're working with? And, you know, like, what it takes to be a good lawyer and what kind of skill sets it might require to, that goes into these kind of deals, right? And for Hong Kong specifically, right, like mostly just dispute resolution and capital market and corporate matters, right? But without looking at these firms, without like seeing who are the partners and what are their specialties, it's really hard to have a grasp of how this legal market stands out from other parts of the world. Because I feel like every part of the world, like every region has its own strength in terms of like how they handle legal businesses. For example, you see, you talk about New York, you think about Wall Street, right? You talk about London, you think about like UK and the EU. I think Hong Kong for us is like the biggest opportunities always lies within the APAC region. And just to see what kind of deals that should actually happen in this region really gives me new perspectives, like what kind of lawyer I want to be in the future. Yeah, no, I totally resonate from you know what you're saying and i think i'm gonna take this sort of chinese new year break to sort of reassess how i'm going to approach um the applications that are due 
probably by the end of January and moving forward even because I definitely want to take a more sort of niche approach in how I present myself to these firms and really try to dig deeper to ensure that I present, you know, the full range of who I am in a more succinct way, you know, just to show that, you know, if they are looking for things other than grades, you know, that I have something to show for it and that I really need to take advantage of, you know, my past experiences for sure and keep my mind open to what is always possible in the future in terms of the commercial sector too, because I had a good time, you know, working in that field. And if the opportunity presents itself, I can definitely see myself, you know, teaming that with the legal knowledge that I do have and moving forward with that as well. Yeah, for sure. I think for this break, I'll also take some time just to reflect on what I'm truly passionate about. Because after researching these firms and after interviewing with some firms, it kind of stands out to me that, you know, like there are just some kind of works I wouldn't necessarily enjoy, but also would probably make a lot of money by doing it. And that's kind of like a choice I have to make, right? Um, and currently, I think I'm more leaning towards to work at least in an industry that I'm truly, truly interested in instead of like some industry that's just hot right now. Because, you know, as lawyers, you know, sometimes the work, the work can be very tedious and even mundane away, right? It's a lot of paperwork, a lot of stuff you have to read. But, you know, I think to really be honest with myself and to be clear about, like, where I do want to spend my time with, really, really important just to be responsible for my future self. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you because I feel like, you know, it's one thing to put up a face professionally. And I think that's, you know, all right to a certain extent because you always want to present yourself in a professional manner. But I think when it comes to the point where you have to put up a face as to what you're passionate about and what you're working on, that becomes a little bit problematic because I feel like you're sort of blurring a line and living a little bit. I don't want to use the word disingenuously, but, you know, for lack of a better term, disingenuously, you know, and you're sort of almost, you know, lying to yourself in a way where you're not going to present maybe the, the most genuine and best version of yourself if you feel like you have to put up a face, you know? So that's something I'm trying to also come to terms with moving forward. Yeah, I totally agree. Because even though I use the analogy of actors going through auditioning process, right? But ultimately, their role will end after the job. But we as lawyers, you know, have to carry on with that role for as long as we want to work in this legal industry. And yeah, definitely, I think we should definitely present our most genuine self just to, you know, see what it's like, you know, working as a, a lawyer with your certain attributes so yeah that's us uh giving you what do we think about the legal profession and the job process and uh happy chinese new year i hope you eat a lot of good food and have some quality family time and getting a lot of red pockets 
Yeah, and lastly, just to wish John another happy 26th birthday, and thank you for listening. We'll see you guys in our next episode.